Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. And I'm Anya. And this is Season 7, Episode 22, The One with Chandler's Dad. And if you thought that you heard Ashley's name a little wrong, you would be right, because Ashley, sadly, is not here today. It's very sad. Uh, we did some incorrect New Zealand America math and did not have the right amount of time to record an episode together. So as an alternative, we have our very first co-host special guest, which is my friend Anya. Here I am. Welcome, Anya. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Yeah, you know, I didn't have to do math. I didn't have to time travel across the seas. Yeah. Recording with Anya, I'm not going to lie with you, figuring out when to record with Anya was a lot easier um, because Anya lives about a mile from me. It's very convenient. It's very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are both recording here in Nashville, which is which may be why, if the audio sounds different, that's probably why, because we got two two girls and a microphone. Um, but Anya, that's a, hit. that's a hit. It's ready. It's ready to go. Um, Anya and I have been friends for quite some time now, mm-hmm. and I met her through Matt. Yeah. Because, fun fact, Anya and Matt are both from North Dakota. Yeah, I've known Matt since like 2000, 2000, 2001, oh somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah. About long, long time. That's a long time. That's mm-hmm. a really long time. That's almost as long as Ashley and I have been friends. Wow. I know. Yeah. Mid-90s for us but um yeah so Anya has lived in Nashville how long have you lived here now eight years seven years well I moved all my stuff here <laughs> in 2016 but I didn't physically move my body here until 2017 so Anya is a really fun friend she is a big traveler she makes me look sedentary and like I've never been anywhere <laughs> Um, so she's got lots of fun adventures. And when we first, we had met a few times, she came to visit, um, to see if she liked Nashville. But when we first started actually hanging out, when she quote unquote moved her stuff here, uh-huh. it's because she still worked at yeah. a hospital in Baltimore. <laughs> yep. For like, you would go so for like. It was a long commute from here to It there. was a long commute, but you would go there for like six or eight weeks, right? At a time. No. Was it not that long? I would work for like two to four weeks at a time. Oh, is that all? <laughs> yeah. But it was it was uh, it was a lot of shifts. I worked a yeah. lot in that time. And then I would go and travel for like three months. Yeah. And then I'd come back to work and then maybe come back to Nashville for a couple weeks and like change out clothes and stuff because <laughs> of season changes overseas. <laughs> and then I'd go back and do it again. So I did that for... For a good couple, few years before starting my job here in Nashville. Yeah. One day she was like, I think I'm going to get a job in Nashville. <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. Um, but it was cool. I mean, you got, I mean, it was a cool schedule for a while. Obviously, that's not sustainable, like, for no. the long term yeah. of life. But it was a cool. It was amazing. Season to get to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so Anya is a physician's assistant. If you don't know what that is. You're not alone. Um, Anya is the only physician's assistant I know, uh-huh. except I guess maybe I've met a couple of your work friends. Yeah. Um, but it's, she's not a doctor and she's not a nurse, but she's also kind of both of those things. Yeah. All at the That's same time. That's kind of fair. 
More a doctor than a nurse. More a doctor than a nurse, but she can basically do everything a doctor does except perform surgery. Did I get that right? Yeah, I can help in surgery. She can help, but she needs an MD there. Or she needs an MD to give me Botox, which I just think is garbage. Yeah, they have to order it for me to right. give to you. Yes, yes. I'm to, trying to, we're to trying to get, you. our friend group is trying to get Anya uh, to get certified in giving Botox so we can have access to her at all times. Like, like I'm just like going to get Botox every day. It's not who I am, but you know, <laughs> it would be nice to have, you know. It will happen. It'll be happening. It'll happen one day. Um, I'm technically certified. There's just, you know, business hoops and stuff. <laughs> business is garbage. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Anya's really smart and she's really fun and she always has really good work stories. We can always count on her for good work story um, and a good travel story. She actually just got back from Portugal. I was in Portugal for, for three, three weeks, weeks mm-hmm. which is awesome. And we've always had Portugal on our list. We actually considered coming on the trip. It just didn't work out for us. Yeah. But um, we've had Portugal on our list for a long time. But like after seeing all your posts, we were like, yeah, it's going to move up the oh list gosh. for sure. It's so dreamy. It's super cool looking. So beautiful. The beaches are incredible. The food is wonderful. I mean, it's quite cheap wine is cheap that's always an important factor yes of course um and i just can't say enough awesome things about that country so great you heard it here first move portugal up on your list move it up on the list um on your bucket list on your bucket list yeah i told anya when she has a travel show it should be called on your bucket list Mm -hmm. so we're just any any uh you know tv Producers needing development deals. You just want to produce on your show. You just trust me. You will you get just, good content. Yep. You just email us at Best Friends Club Podcast, and we'll take twenty percent, and we'll pass you to Anya. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of wine, Anya and I are in honor of Ashley drinking a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, from even though Marlboro. Ashley does not love Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, that's true. But Anya and I do. We're drinking one we of do. our favorites. It's called Nobilo. Mm. It's usually in the 9 to $15 range, depending on... Depending on the store you go the to. The store you go to. Um, but we will probably buy it for 9 or 15 Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Um, but yeah, Ashley doesn't love Sauvignon Blanc, but that's okay. We love her anyway. And we're also using... A tea towel that Ashley got me from New Zealand that says New Zealand on it. That our um, microphone is on. This yes. is all very professional looking here. Yeah, I, as, if, as if you guys didn't already know that this is a super professional uh, operation we got going on here. Um, Anya is really seeing behind the curtain today and knowing that that is 100% not true. <laughs> um, but she decided to come on the podcast anyway, which is really oh my nice. Gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is so fun. Um, but also another fun fact about Anya is that she used to live in New Zealand. I did. It was the first place I ever traveled outside of the United States. I actually didn't know that. Uh Uh-huh. That's cool. Yep. I studied abroad there for six months, met a group of Kiwis, the locals, and I'm still friends with them to this day. So I've been back multiple times and I also couldn't say enough amazing things about New Zealand. Love it. All New Zealand fans on this podcast. Yes. Um, but we are not here to talk about New Zealand. No. Oddly enough. We are here to talk about friends. Which we love. We love. Equally as much. We do. More. Yeah. Yeah. Anya loves friends just as much. <laughs> and decided to start rewatching the show several months ago because she was like, then I can be on your podcast. Uh-huh. And well, that time has arrived. It you, is you here. Did it. it is. Thank you. Thank you. you. It, it feels so good to be here. <laughs> Um, well, we're glad to have you. Uh, I know Ashley wishes she was here. She's having FOMO. Um, 
but maybe you can come back another time. I'm getting ahead of myself. Maybe you can come back another time and all three of us oh can do gosh. an episode together. I would love that. That'd be really we'll fun. have to factor in time travel. Of course. And my one mile commute, but I think we can make <laughs> it happen. Honestly, I can't believe that in seven seasons, like, hun- I don't know how many episodes at this point. It's, I mean, it's, it's like, a lot. It's like it's almost, it's 180 all Ish. in, it's like two thirty something, but in seven seasons, it's like oh yeah, yeah. Twenty. What's twenty? What's twenty four times seven? I can't do that math. You're you have more education than me. <laughs> well, I think it's around like okay, great. Maybe one seventy. Okay, one seventy. We'll take it. Um, yeah. In that many times, we have never had like had a co-host. We've never had a, a co-host. Guest, a guest host. A guest co-host, and we've never like miss. We've miscalculated time in a small way, but we thought we had enough episodes and enough time to get more episodes. Anyway, yeah. basically, we just couldn't make it happen this week. She's out of town last week. I'm out of town next week. And so, you got Renee and Anya. But, um... Which will not be a disappointment. Oh, absolutely not. So, since we're going to talk about friends, let's get to it. So, we've got a couple of things going on in this episode. The smallest one is that Phoebe apparently has a new boyfriend that we've just, like, not heard about, but they've been dating for a month. Didn't you find that kind of strange? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And he wasn't on any previous episodes, right? Right. And that's when I'm like, been dating for a month. I mean, it's clear they just needed... Phoebe's so random always. She is. And it's clear they just needed, like, something to drop in here Mm -hmm. and and give a little something about it. And I feel like they didn't want to make it because of the content of what happens in this section mm-hmm. they didn't want it to be like a guy she just went on a first date with it had to be like a little bit more of yeah. a boyfriend situation so apparently she's been dating jake for about a month mm-hmm. joey is like i guess i should know your name you want to go to a next a next game um jake seems like a nice enough guy and he says yeah seems very clean cut yeah doesn't yeah. seem very Phoebe to actually he kind of reminds me of remember when Phoebe dates the two like the teacher and the fireman yes he kind of reminds like me of the teacher mm-hmm. yeah um I think this guy's probably like an accountant yeah it's kind of what he seems like to yeah me. counting banking yeah maybe HR mm, mm. I could see that yeah <laughs> <laughs> something nine to five collared shirt yeah mm-hmm but he is unbuttoning his collar just a little bit and walking on the wild side, as Joey finds out, when he bends over to get something out of his bag and a whale tail pops up. Uh-huh. And if you don't know that what I mean by a whale tail, I'm talking Christina Aguilera, 2002, Britney Spears, mm-hmm. thong sticking out of the back of your low-rise jeans. Now, this is something I do not miss. I don't miss low-rise um, jeans, especially... No. But this was the even when they were in style and I loved them. Mm-hmm. This was the worst part because all you spent your entire life putting Checking your hand on your lower back yep. to make sure your Victoria's Secret five for twenty five undies weren't peeking out of the back. <laughs> because our pants <laughs> Who didn't were too, do the five for twenty five. It's like how how else would have you put clothes on your body? But like the pants were too low and the shirts were not low enough. 
I'm actually shocked he wasn't wearing a belt. He seems like a belt wearer. That's actually a really good yeah. point. He does seem like a belt yeah. wearer. But, but obviously, they needed it yeah, to they be needed able to, it work to work for the scene. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's wearing... Pink Lacey takes Joey by surprise. Joey's very shocked. And mm. then he kind of confronts Phoebe about it. He's like, he was wearing, you know, pink underwear. And... Phoebe's like, yeah, I dared him to, and I'm wearing his boxers, and I don't know why you think it's so weird. And then and Joey thinks that's hot. He d- Well, right, of course he would. He thinks yeah. that Phoebe... That's kind of hot. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't, like, seem to care, and Phoebe's kind of, like, challenging him. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm a man. I could do it. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. So later, whilst alone, Joey rifles through Rachel's underwear... Which, this is the oddest part of the whole thing to me. And selects a pretty scanty, scantily yes. clad pair. Very and, see-through-ish. Yes. Lacy, small. Yes. Delicate. Very delicate. And then thinks again and is like, maybe I should go with something with decision. a little more coverage. Mm-hmm. So he, he picks what looks like Valentine's Day mesh yep. undies. Mm-hmm. Um, like a booty cut. Yeah, like a cheeky. 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 Um, and he comes back later to Phoebe and shows him shows, shows her Phoebe that he's what wearing them. He's got going on, yeah. And then it becomes very clear that Joey is way too into those and he's like, Oh, you've got so many options and thongs and briefs and da 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 and then he's like, I never and always wondered about pantyhose. <laughs> How it goes oh. from the toes all the way up. All and, the way up. And I love how he stops himself and he's like, I should probably take these off. And uh. Phoebe's like, it's important that you do. Yeah. <laughs> and then isn't that when he says like, I need to go, I need to go. Hook up with a woman. Hook up. Hook up <laughs> right now. Raid, something like that. Needs to find his masculinity again. Yes. Um, that lace and... Uh, mesh got to him. It did. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, that's, I feel like that's a very Joey move. Yeah. The whole thing is yeah. a very Joey move. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's pretty much all that happens with Joey. <laughs> and, Phoebe. and Phoebe. They just kind of, yeah, There's I was like, like they just needed, yeah, they just needed a little bit of filler um for this which was a great it was a great little it is it's a extra. fun little mm-hmm. it's fun thing but also we never see jake again yeah we don't even know what happens with jake and phoebe i mean not to spoil anything later right but we definitely don't ever yeah see jake again i don't know um the next thing we've got going on is we wonder what happened in their relationship what happened what phoebe? happened what happened he seemed like such they were a dating nice guy for a month i know oh I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. They do a lot of this, though, on the show. Like, especially when you're watching it under more of a microscope like this, you realize, like, how many little things are, like, they never mentioned before, they never mention them again. Yeah. And it just... That is kind of funny. Yeah. Because we just watch Friends all the time. Like, but I think that's the beauty of sitcoms yeah. is that it doesn't really matter No. too much. Like, we've got our big things. We've got our Ross and Rachel. We've got, like you know, people having kids, but even that, it's like Ben. We just saw Ben for the last time. We're never going to see Ben again. For real? Yeah. Season seven. We never see him again. Wow. Yeah, he's gone for all we know. We never, he never meets Emma. They probably he just didn't doesn't? Want Not that we see. We never see Ben and Emma in the same room. Huh. That's 
baffling almost, actually. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Maybe his contract was up. Childhood star. I know. He, he was had, like, he had to move on. I got to go big daddy. I got I to gotta yeah. go do big daddy. I got to get out of here. He was like, ah, oh, this sitcom's going nowhere. <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> um, but what is going somewhere is everybody in the Porsche. Everyone. Except Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so we know that Monica got her dad's Porsche. Mm-hmm. Because he felt guilty. His little harmonica. His little harmonica felt bad that he ruined all, all of her, her boxes. Stuff. Yep. And to prove that he doesn't love Ross more than her. And they spent all her wedding money. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it is just kind of like, it's just kind of never ending. Mm-hmm. And I do think her parents love her. But they definitely like, Make life easier for Ross. Yeah. He's the golden so, child. Golden child. Mm-hmm. My parents are very funny about this. They're like, my dad, anything. Like, he came up to help my sister. My sister is a single mom with three kids. He came up for like a week when my sister bought a house to like paint and fix, you know, and do that all that kind of He's like, well, you know, I'm coming up to help your sister, but... I would come help you. And I'm like, Dad, I know, but I don't need help. I'm good. We're good. You don't have to feel guilty that you're helping Annette. I'm so glad that you get to do that. That's so nice. But he's always so worried that it's going to be uneven Uh in some way. But, you know, parents are just... Parents. It's just funny. But it's either that, I guess, or what we've got with Ross and Monica. Where, like, they're so painfully unaware that... Whether it's that, I don't think it's that they favor Ross. It's just for some, for whatever reason, they just like tend to make his life easier and tend to make Monica's harder. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, but they gave her which the Porsche. is interesting because he's older than her. Yeah, and I feel like the second child mm-hmm. normally gets the favoritism of sorts. Like yeah. parents are generally harder on the first child. Yes. The baby usually mm-hmm. gets away with everything. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I actually never thought of it that way. But I guess it's because he was a miracle, you know. <laughs> they thought she was barren. <laughs> <laughs> I was a medical marvel. He was a medical marvel. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, but Monica's laughing all the way to the DMV because she mm-hmm. got a Porsche. A Porsche. Yes, a Porsche. She always Porsche. convinced that I was con- no. What's the word? Confused. Confused. <laughs> that always confused me growing up because when I watched this, I was like, what, fifteen, sixteen? Yeah. I don't know, something like that. And so, I mean, I didn't know anyone with Porsches back in North Dakota then. Um, and so then they would like say the Porsche, but then Joey always like talked about the Porsche. And so I was always, and still kind of am confused. Who calls it Porsches and who calls it Porsche? You know, we talked is it about like this. overseas. They, they I think it Porsche? is. I think it's just one of those like regional things. And Matt and I talked about this because he's a big car guy. Yeah. And he didn't even really have an answer. Huh. And then we talked about it on the episode on the podcast when Joey yeah. pretends to have the Porsche. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, because he is like, hey, it's Portia. Yeah. Um, 
but no, I don't really remember don't the outcome of that. Um, but they all, I think even Joey says Porsche in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. Unsolved Consistency. Mystery. Consistency, yeah. Where's the script Where's supervisor? <laughs> um, so, oh, Ani's getting herself oh. a little top up. No, get it, girl. Get it, girl. That's that's me pouring Don't be a stranger. Go ahead and make my cup not lonely. Um, Ani's always good for a refill. Nobody's peeing in the background. Don't worry, guys. That's what I wanted to make sure people knew. <laughs> um, and yes, it's a screw top. Yes, of Perfect course. Perfect for picnics. Gotta love a screw top, man. Um... So, yeah, so Monica's got the Porsche. Her parents gave it to her out of guilt, but, I mean, oh, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she still got a Porsche, even though I would never want to have a car in New York City. I wonder where she parks it. Ugh, I just don't even know. I don't even want to think about it. And they live, like, downtown, too. It's not like they live in Brooklyn where there's, like, more parking. Yeah. and I mean, there's, like, two spots per street where they live. Yeah. But anyway, it's a magical world. Magical. Where- you know, people talk about unrealistic out. expectations yes. of this show. Yes, Fun. unrealistic expectations, but we love it. Twenty-nine-year-old living in downtown Manhattan with a Porsche. Sure, it's casual. Casual. It's casual. Um, Actually, no, they're probably thirty-one at this point. They did just turn Season thirty. Seven. They did just turn thirty. Most of mm-hmm. them. Rachel just turned thirty a few episodes ago. Um, so everybody keeps coming in, and they're like, "Ooh, Monica saw the Porsche outside. When I can, when can I drive it? When can I drive it?" Mm-hmm. And Rachel slowly realizes that everybody's driven it. Mm-hmm. Except her. And I even love that Phoebe's like, I haven't driven it. Not once. Okay, I have driven it okay, once. Okay, once. Okay, fine. Oh. I drive it all the time. <laughs> I drive it all the time. Um, and, then, and then Phoebe also, she does this thing where she thinks she's making something better, but she's definitely not. <laughs> and she goes, here, how about this? I know how to fix this. Monica, Rachel thinks all you can talk about is the wedding. <laughs> Doesn't help. Doesn't help the situation. And Monica's like, fine, Rachel, you're a terrible driver. That wasn't about the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she's like begging her to let her take it. And she says no and whatever. But I have to say in this scene, Monica's hair looks fantastic at this phase of life. I actually would definitely agree with that. It's like She looks really good. She looks great. Um, Her hair is like so luscious and shiny. And long. And long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just looks great. So whatever you're doing, I, Courtney. I, I love that good. that was a side note for you. Yeah, I wrote it down. Monica's hair exclamation point. <laughs> um, but then later on in the coffee shop, Ross and Rachel are there. And Ross comes in with like... His windblown hair. Oh my gosh. He just has so much hair. And it is it's so... Really thick. It's really thick. And it's like they stuck it straight up in the air and like and hairsprayed it. And glued it. Yes, yeah. they probably did. Um, but he's like being all Ross and he's like, ooh, girl's checking me out. Probably saw me cruising in the bad boy. Da-da-da. You know, he's like mm-hmm. borderline creepy when he talks about this kind of stuff. And Rachel's like, come on, let me drive it. Let me drive it. And he's like, no, you're reckless and irresponsible. And, you know, she's got all sorts of reasons why because in high school that made her head cheerleader exactly so when he goes to the bathroom because she won't give him a brush and he remembers there's a comb on the floor which is so gross so (laughs) gross like nothing could make me want to use i mean i guess you could wash it 
Yeah, it is plastic. You could probably use, I mean, would like bathroom soap be antibacterial on a plastic comb? You're, you're almost I mean, a yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still gross. I, I would do it if I had to for some reason. One time traveling, I accidentally dropped my hairbrush in a toilet. Mm. It was it a was clean toilet. In the, yeah, it was in a hotel. Uh, it was clean. It had just been flushed, whatever. <laughs> but I dropped my hairbrush in it, yeah. and I just looked at it and was like, oh. And it was one of those like travel brushes that like folds into yeah. itself, kind yeah. of, and is small mm-hmm. and compact. And I have pretty long hair. And I was like, I need that brush. Like, I can't be bothered trying to go find like a comb or another brush. So I just, I just gave it a, gave it a rinse in the sink. I boiled some hot water in a kettle and <laughs> I washed it with soap, put some hot water on it, and called it a day. And here I am. I'm still alive and I still have hair. You so did I it. think Ross could do the same. Would he? Go to the degree of washing it if he just so casually and blase says there's a comb on the floor. I hope so. I would hope so, but I don't know. For his own sake. Um, He's a doctor, you know. (laughs) Dr. Geller, you're being silly. (laughs) Um, Yes, he is a doctor, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Um, You are 10 times the doctor he is. (laughs) Maybe 20 times. Without the title. Um, But yeah, so while he's in the bathroom uh, combing out his bouffant... Uh, Rachel decides to steal the keys mm-hmm. from his bag, I guess. Is this jacket? I actually I didn't his notice. Pocket. His jacket pocket. His jacket pocket. And then also steals a 20. Over the years, <laughs> I feel like Ross has gotten so many 20s <laughs> stolen from him. Yeah. I mean, not so many, but probably like $100 worth of 20s. Yeah. Because Monica steals from his apartment. Uh-huh. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um... So she pinches the 20, and I love that the girl's, like, giving her this, like, oh, gosh, this is so awkward. I just watched you, like, steal from some guy. And Rachel smartly goes, alimony. Um, which is funny because they actually were married. They were. I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not too it's clever. Off. It's very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes out there and gets in the car. And I love this exchange because he is talking to her like she's three. Yeah. Give me the keys. Don't you start the car. And she is just like, well, first, watch me. Rewind. Okay. There is no way that anybody, I mean, it's dramatic and it's hilarious, but there's no way that anyone would fling themselves, their body, (laughs) onto the hood of a sports car like that. (laughs) Like, it's actually very shocking. That's true. And, um,. And not dented by any means when he slides off of it. And I love that she turns the windshield wipers on. Yeah. On his yeah. face. I think that's just a good excuse for David Schwimmer. <laughs> David Schwimmer comedy. Physical yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which he's known for. Um, but yeah, he's like trying to talk her out of going. And mm-hmm. it's not working. No. And Ish. interestingly, when she goes to start the car, she starts it. She turns it on in her left hand. And does she? Yes. I, I saw that right away and I was like, huh, that's weird. And she like turns the key with the left hand. So I don't know if Porsches have the key on the left side of the steering wheel, but I mean, 
That's what she Yeah. That's what she to did. this day, the key in every Porsche from the 911R to the Cayenne E-Hybrid remains to the left. Weird. Very keen oh, observation, Anya. Thank you. Very See, good. See, look, I told you guys you wouldn't be disappointed and let down. No, this. definitely not mm-hmm, disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I was like, huh, that's weird. Why is she doing that? Yeah, that's and then, a good catch. And then ultimately when Ross gets in the car and jumps in the back, I was like, how is there room for him to actually be back there? Like, are yeah. there actual seats back there? I think so. It would just be tight. So small for how yeah. large of a person yeah. he is. But I think that's why he's like pushed up yeah. against the seat. Because he's like, in the, I'm not coming up there in, in the, the death, death seat. seat. <laughs> um, ultimately, he does. Ultimately, he does. Probably because it's too cramped, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very short and have no legs. And even I feel like I would be cramped <laughs> back there. I, it's always comical to me. When people ask me if I have enough room, I was like, I always have enough room. I rode, Plenty. our friends have, we have the new Nashville SC uh, soccer team here in Nashville, actually like conveniently located, like basically right ha- between our houses. Between our houses. <laughs> um, but our friends have season tickets, which when you were a kid, didn't that make you just think like, oh, season tickets, like they've got to be rich, right? They have right? to be rolling in money. Um, so rich. So rich. You don't have to be rich to have Nashville SC tickets. That's for sure. But anyway, our friends had tickets. They had an extra one. I got to go with them. They picked me up. They're tall what friends. Service? Huh? What service? I know. Service. I know. They were like, do you want to go to the game? I was like, yeah. We'll pick you Should up. Should I meet you there? like, we'll pick you up in 10. I was like, great. <laughs> um, but they had a tall friend in the front seat and he was like, oh, do you have enough room? And I was like. For sure, I have enough room. You're like six could, five. Could put the seat all the way back, yeah. sir, and I'll That's still I have. I was like, room. in no room, in no world, will I not have enough room, like at all. Like, there's just not really a combination where that would be a thing. Um, but in the Porsche, I might not have enough room. You know? Yeah. It's pretty cramped back there. Um, but I also always oh, forgot when they come out when Ross is like trying to get her not to take the car uh-huh. he's like i will give you 20 dollars oh, yeah. <laughs> if you get out of the car right now and then he's like searching for it but she and so confused it. so confused it's so good so anyway they finally go on their joyride and mm. um there was a little license plate switcheroo so the license plate is different when it's parked outside central park what when they're on the road mm-hmm. <gasps> yep wow yep. it was yso 791 outside central park and later it is JGL three three four. Good eye. So keep it keep an eye out next time you guys watch. Um, but they're on the road and Rachel's just like cruising and she's like trying to talk Ross into chill being more chill and you know whatever. And then she makes the offhand comment, "Gosh, I forgot how much I love driving. I really need to get my license renewed." Uh-huh. Now, I'm I'm not like a go with the flow person necessarily. But I'm not that uptight. But this seems stupid to me. Like, I wouldn't let somebody that didn't have a license drive my car. So dumb. Because, not because I don't think she knows how to drive. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can get in a lot of trouble. The repercussions. The repercussions aren't worth it. It's like being like, well, you're not that drunk. Well, it's like, well, it doesn't matter. You've had enough to drink that if you get pulled over, no matter if you can see straight, they're going to be like, this is unsafe. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to go to jail. So I'm just like, it's not worth it. That's how I feel about this. Like, 
on the interstate, like they're just out there too. It's not like she just like drove it down the block. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not a fan of this and Ashley's typically like very anti-Rachel. I think she's selfish. Mm -hmm. And I do think this is pretty selfish because they could impound Monica's car, you know, because someone driving without a license, they could take it. I mean, thankfully that doesn't happen, but, um, what's the nicest car you've driven? Probably your own car. No, <laughs> I just got a pretty nice car. Probably my dad's new. Oh yeah, my dad's new. Uh, His hot rod bucket list item. He called me last year and was like, "Oh, this is classic." My dad calls me. He's like, "Anya, can you do me a favor?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, Dad. Maybe. What's up?" He's like, "Well." I need you to go test drive a car for me. And I'm like, I don't know what kind of car I'm expecting him to have me go test drive. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And he's like, I found this uh, Corvette. And I'm like, (laughs) Corvette? I'm like, you want me to go test drive a Corvette for you? And he's like, well, you know, yeah, it's it's kind of the last thing I want to buy before I kick the bucket. Exact Your words. dad's in good health. Exact words. He's what, 65? Yeah, 66. It's like, it's like he's 96. Yeah. And I'm like, I, oh, I mean, okay, dad, if, if you want me to help you obtain and fulfill your bucket list items, this is my mission in life. On your bucket list. On your bucket list. On your bucket so, list. of course, I'm going to go test drive this Corvette for you. So funny. So, he happened to find it at a dealership outside of Nashville. I go test drive it for him. Ultimately, he buys it, and him and his best friend fly down to Nashville, pick it up, and drive it back to North Dakota. And so, I've had some fun joyriding in his Corvette. That's and very that's fun. probably the nicest car I've driven before it's pretty what nice. would you say um would you say the tesla i think yeah i got to drive a tesla for work i think that was probably the nicest car i've gotten to drive it was very zippy uh-huh and it wasn't like i mean to all teslas i think are pretty nice but it, it wasn't like it was like a mid-range one it wasn't like the fanciest one but it was still really still nice fun. nicer than my car um other than that i'm trying to think if i've ever driven anything like i've never driven any like luxury cars or yeah i don't think i mean i've driven like a lexus but i mean even that is like just a slightly better version of my own car so sure um yeah i bet matt's driven some cool cars Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think if i know if ashley's driven any cool cars i don't think so um but yeah i was just thinking about that i was like i've never driven anything like close to a Mm -hmm. porsche like not even remotely close yeah no um, I prefer a nice scooter. <laughs> nice Vespa. A nice Vespa. Do you want to tell the people at home about your oh, Vespa? Tina. Tina. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> I had wanted a scooter for my entire life, basically. My parents never allowed me to have one, which is honestly probably smart on their parts. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're, they can be a little expensive, like... whatever. Um, So after I got my big girl job, I call it, and started working, 
I said, okay, one of the first purchase I'm gonna, purchases I'm going to make is a scooter. So I found this cute scooter on uh, either Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist here in Nashville. And I had it for like a month in the fall before it started getting cold and rainy. So I tucked her. I named her Tina. She just, it, she's Tina. You know, really... The name came to me because in Napoleon Dynamite. I thought, wondered if that's uh-huh. what it was from. Tina, eat your food. <laughs> and so I was like, every time I fill gas, I can say, Tina, eat your food. And so that's kind of how she became Tina. But she was this cute, light sky blue color. And so I had her for like a month. I rode her, tucked her away for the winter. And then in the spring she wouldn't start again. Apparently you like need to winterize them and like put stuff in there. Seems like, like a gas lot of line. Oh, you have and, to like mix the gas. Yeah, like put this I don't even remember what Matt like anti gel told stuff. me. Yeah. yeah. Um so I couldn't get her to start. So I call Matt because he like is Mr. Fix It and he comes over and gets her started within like five minutes, which was amazing. It was so hmm. great. I rode her around for the day and then I Kept her outside of my house um, that that night, and then the next day I went to work. And, you know, the keys weren't in her. She wasn't locked up, though, but she was outside of my front yard. And the next night when I came home from work, she she was gone. And mm. I was like, I don't, I don't know where she, uh, you know, initially I was like, okay, I don't know where she went. I know that our lawn got mowed, maybe the lawnmower guy put her on the side of the house where she used to live all winter. And I went and looked. She wasn't there. So it was, I called the police. We filed a report. This is like two in the morning. This is at your old house, right? This is at my old house. And uh, so we file a report and he's like, well, you know, you better start like posting online because they might start disseminating her and selling her for parts. And even the police officer was calling her Tina at this point. And um, so he leaves and literally within two minutes, he comes back and knocks on the door and says, we found her. And I kid you not, I like, my face was so shocked. And I was like, that was the quickest police report investigation in the history I am of investigation. I am impressed that the police came out for your scooter. Our house got broken into and they were like, mm, there's not really much we can do about it. I guess we can file a report. I was like, the guy pooped outside our window. Can't you do a DNA sample? They're like, we don't really do that. I was like, all right. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So, so yeah, so the police, I was like, well, uh, could you give me a ride to her? Because I was assuming that I was like going to pick her up and everything was going to be fine. So I sat in the back of my first paddy wagon um, I've done ride-alongs with the police before, but this was a little different, you know? Mm-hmm. And those seats are hard. In the actually. back seat? Yeah. It was well, like it's a not plastic like a bench. Um, anyway, so they brought, they brought me to her location, and there she was laying on her side in a dark alley. I kid you not, this is not me being over-exaggerative. <laughs> and so I, like, go and pick her up, and... Asking if she's okay, and, you know, she looks a little scraped, and I'm like, oh, okay, great, well, I think we're, you know, we're good here. And I go to put my key in, and the key does not go into the ignition. What? They, did you not know this part? I can't, I just, I don't know why I don't remember this. They must have taken a screwdriver oh, and shoved yeah. it in the key ignition to, to start. start it. 
and then rode off with it. And then once, you know, they get to the location, Mm -hmm. it's not going to start again because they used a screwdriver. And so my key didn't fit. And so there poor Tina was... I mean, violated, laying in an alley on her side. Oh, the night she had. And so one of the police officers sat with me for like another hour and a half until the tow truck came. And this giant flatbed tow truck shows up and straps Tina onto the back of it. It was one of the most ridiculous things I've seen. This is like five in the morning now at this point. (laughs) You probably could have towed it back with your car. It, but the thing is, it's heavy. She's still pretty heavy. I can't, a good, like, five, 400 pounds? Three? No, I know, but you probably could have tied her to your car. How? Don't you have a hitch? But I would have needed, like, some type That's of... That's true, like wheels. She needed to be on yeah. skates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, needed to, she needed some additional help. <laughs> yeah, so ultimately, Tina went to the shop... The spa, I call it, for many months. They couldn't figure it out. There was mm-hmm. electrical issues. I ultimately sold her, resold her to a guy for a few hundred dollars who wanted a project. I hope she's living her best life. Didn't you also almost buy one off Facebook Marketplace? I've almost bought so many. Well, I started you... looking again the other day for her scooters. <laughs> no, again. before you got Tina, though, didn't you almost buy one with, like, Amazon gift cards or something? Oh, like a no. scam one? I knew that was a scam. You well, did. as soon as... Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe I had to call and confirm and just make sure. But it looked so nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I trust people sometimes a little too easily. Yes, Anya is very book smart, and we'll leave it at that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. And then otherwise she's like, okay, yeah, Okay, great. I'll I'll go get some Amazon gift cards for you. Um, Oh, my gosh. It's Uh, one of my downfalls in life. It is. She's just like, okay, great. Sounds good. (laughs) Um, Oh, poor Tina. Poor Tina. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P., girl. R.I.P. We've got Rachel cruising without a license. Mm -hmm. Ross is tense. Nellie is playing. In the background. Whether yet, whether yet, whether yet, yep. whether yet. Um, which if is, you want to go into yeah. the ride of me, smoke in. Hey, must be the money. <laughs> Classic um, 2002. And then behind them, woo, 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 we got some sirens. Yeah. The police are there. Rachel's, of course, panicking, as she should. <laughs> She's driving without a license. And... She asks Ross to switch. Mm-hmm. Would you switch? Absolutely not. Yeah. Me I mean, I would want, I would be trying to say the same thing probably in Rachel's shoes, mm-hmm. but it would never work. Mm-mm. It would be so obvious. Yeah. And well, yeah. and truthfully, like, it'd be different if it was like pretty low stakes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to get. A three four hundred dollar ticket points on my license. My insurance is going to go up because you chose to drove drive without a license. Why did he pull her over? Oh, because she was she was acting speeding. reckless. And she wasn't was she speeding? Well, she says, "Was I going a little too fast?" And he was like, "Yeah, you were." That's right. So she was speeding. Um. So yeah, yeah. No. I wouldn't like if I was Rachel driving. I. Probably would have been like switch, yeah. freaking out. Yeah, 
But if I was in the passenger seat, I would I would absolutely be like, absolutely not. Yeah. Accept your consequences. Accept like, your fate. Sorry, buddy. I'm not, you know. I'm not um, taking the fall. Mm-mm. But I love that Ross is like, it's fine. You're not going to get in that much trouble. And she's like, you think so? He's like, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's not helpful. Like, he's, he's not, not. Classic Ross. It's classic Ross. Classic Ross. Um, so she gets pulled over. Now. Have you ever been pulled over? So many times. Okay. So Matt annoyingly has never been pulled over. What? I don't think he's ever been pulled over. Maybe it's just that How? he's never gotten a ticket. I I don't know, because he drives like a freaking maniac. Over. I know he does, actually. He does, you know. Okay, thank you. Yes. But I drive very similarly to him. Must be those North Dakotans. Well, here's the thing. North Dakota does not have negative consequences right. for getting pulled and over. You guys aren't gonna freaking believe this. They let people get their license when they're 14. Not their permit. License. Their license. Were you 14? I got my license at 15. So you got your permit when you were 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your license when you were 15. But now it's changed. Now it's 16. Like everywhere else. Like everywhere because else. Because it but should be. when we were growing yeah. up, you could get your license at 14. Yeah. Which so, a lot of my friends did. Yeah. So Matt got his when he was 14. Yeah. And the idea behind it, which I understand, is that most of these kids have grandparents or aunts or whatever who have farms, and they're driving tractors and cars out on the farm. Now, I think driving a car or a tractor on the farm it's different is than driving totally different than driving traffic. However, driving in North Dakota isn't all that different than driving on a farm. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Like, I am not confident driving in ice or snow, but I knew I could do it in Bismarck because – it was like it's not a ton of traffic. It was like I like took my niece and nephew to school. It was like two or three miles, and no one's driving that fast, and it's not that big of a deal. Um, but here's a bit different. But fourteen yeah. is really young. Like it's really young, just from like a cognitive level. Yeah. Like puberty's just hitting for most. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I just am like, ugh. I don't like it. 16, I mean, of course, now I can say this at 36, but, like, even thinking back to myself at 16, like, I was responsible, and I had, like, a good head on my shoulders, but it, it still is, like... Part of me is kind of crazy, like, how are 16-year-olds able to drive? <laughs> I know. But I'm like, I don't feel terrible about 16. 14-year-old me? No. Yeah. And I was, like, not a bad kid, not irresponsible, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that is young. Mm-hmm. That is really young. Yeah. But I also know that most of North Dakota is, like, pretty open and... Yeah. It's pretty easy driving. It's all flat, too, for the most part. And um, there's, again, no negative consequences. One, oh, they don't do, f- like, points in your license and stuff? Here's the thing, Renee. A oh few years gosh, ago, I went back home, and I got three speeding tickets in the one week I was back home. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. And every time, I was going, like, 15, 16, 17, 18-ish, 20-ish miles an hour over. I'm not kidding. And it's pretty bad. They, yeah, yeah. And uh, but again, you know, speed demon over here. My dad bought a Corvette. I learned from the best. That's right. And um, they every time, every time I've gotten a ticket in North Dakota, I'm going like 15 miles an hour over. At least. You like shouldn't have a license at this point. Pretty much. And they knock it down to only 10 miles an hour over every time, mm-hmm. which is zero points. Okay. And. One dollar for every mile an hour over. So, so ten dollars. Ten dollar ticket. Oh, so that week my that I got three gosh. speeding tickets in 
seriously, in the one week, it was thirty dollars. And I want I just I just wanted to like throw a twenty at them and be like, keep the change, chump. <laughs> That's insane. Uh huh. So why would why would people not speed? Seriously. Well, I've gotten I've so got places many, to go. I've got so many speeding tickets. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I get one like every three or four years. And I wouldn't say I'm a crazy driver. I'm definitely like a solid eight over the speed limit on the interstate, though. Like, mm-hmm. I like that more. Especially mm-hmm. around here. They want the speed limit to be like 55 near where we live. Like going yeah. into downtown. Yeah. And I'm like, it needs to be 65. Yeah. Sometimes it's naturally 55 because there's a lot of traffic. So yeah, that's probably sure. that's probably why. Because as soon as you get like towards Brentwood, you know, it opens back up. But I got a ticket once for going like thirty eight and thirty. Wow. I got a ticket once for rolling through a stop sign, which if you saw this intersection, it's like not possible to roll through this stop sign because it's onto a major it's not an interstate highway, but it's like a three lanes each way yeah. kind of traffic. And it's like, like everyone yields. Yes. At it. It's the major throughway of the town I grew up in. And it is busy, busy, busy. Like all the businesses are on that road. It is the major connector north and south. Like They're, why they chose you to give you. Well, the this is actually it. really funny. They pull me over and it's before I was married. I was like just out of college. And I obviously have like a, my maiden name is very recognizable. Mm-hmm. And so I was coming off my parents' street, and basically you have to turn right. You're not, you can't cross. It's like a divided highway. So you have to turn right even if you sure. need to go left. You have to turn right and go to the and light and turn around. Yeah. Turn or something. Um, so I was going somewhere. I don't remember where I was going, but I come to stop sign. I turn, and there's like a bunch of fast food restaurants like kind of all in a row. There's like a McDonald's and a KFC and a something else and whatever. Arby's, like all in a row. I get like two restaurants down and I see the lights and so I pull into one of the parking lots and they were like you rolled through that stop sign and I was like I did like I don't know how you could onto this major road you know and they're like well you did and I got you and so license registration and all that jazz I hand him all my paperwork and he was like is your dad's name Robert and I was like what and instantly I have this wave of panic and I'm like Something, um, um, oh. <laughs> something happened to my dad. I thought something happened to him because that's such a random mm-hmm. question. And I'm thinking it must have just come over like the police. You know, they just announced it. There was some accident because I hadn't seen him that day. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't know where he was. And I was like, yeah, his name's Robert. Why? And they were like, oh, I pulled him over for the same thing earlier today. And I was like, what? <laughs> so you're just sitting here poaching people all day long? Anyway, That's I tried so to random. argue, and, and there's, I mean, it's your words against theirs, right? Like, yeah. and I was like, I didn't roll through the stop sign, but there's nothing I do. Anyway, he gave me like the minimum, which in Florida is like $78. Yeah, that's so expensive. So anyway, I get, I was, li- I lived with my parents for like nine months after I came back from London just to like pay down student loans, pay off my car. I like chunked away at debt for those nine months and lived with them for free. So I was living with them, and so I came home, and I told my mom, and I was like, so I got pulled over, but they said dad got pulled over for the same thing, and so I'm really curious when he comes home, if he'll fess up. If he'll say anything. So he comes home, and I was like, how's your day? And he's like, oh, good, you know, this and that, da-da-da. And I was like, nothing, like, interesting happened? He's like, no. Like, nothing bad happened? He's like, no. And I was like, how was your drive? 
And he's like, fine. And I was like, you didn't get, like, pulled over. Any run-ins with the law, You didn't get, Robert. like, pulled over for uh, rolling a stop sign in the 41. And he was like, how could you know that? And I was like, because I got pulled over for the same thing, and I don't want to hear a word about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear a single word because you got pulled over for the same thing. Oh, that's so Boom. good. And then we just laughed. It was so funny because I was just, like, loving Trying Having to like that milk upper it hand. out, the upper hand, because you know I was like twenty two, yeah, and so I think I was still on my parents' insurance, but I was like paying for sure. it. Sure, but of course, like if I got a it ticket, it would go up. Insurance. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's that whole thing where you yeah. can like be on your parents' insurance until a certain mm-hmm. age, or whatever. But I was paying for it, and so I knew I was gonna hear about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you did the same thing, so I don't want to hear it. Um, but I did recently get out of a ticket. And I don't actually know how. It's my first time ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Tell me about it. So I had a shoot like in March. So it was a few months ago. And one of the locations was about an hour and a half or two hours from here. It's in Crossville. Do you know where that is? It's like towards Mem- or towards Knoxville. I think that's where my dad's Corvette came from. Oh, funny. It's like a decent little town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's exactly where it Yeah, so it's about, an, <laughs> Crossville is about an hour and a half, yeah. and then where I was going was like kind of like okay. down the country road kind of place. And so because it was so far away, we were all carpooling, so we're just going on a location scout, so we're just going to make sure it has everything we need, make sure the camera here, the lighting, all the stuff that we're planning on bringing is actually going to work, because you don't want to just show up to your location and be like, oh, we didn't realize... X, Y, and Z were a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're going on this location scout. So the camera guy and the lighting guy are driving together. And myself and the executive producer, his name's Nate, he and I are going to drive together. So he calls me on his way. He's like, I'll pick you up. So he calls me on his way and he's like, hey, I actually have a couple like emails I need to shoot off and I need to take a quick call. Would you mind driving? And I was like, I don't mind at all. And he's like, well, I just, we can just drive my, you can just drive my car. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Well, he's got his wife's minivan, which I'm going to be honest, real comfy, real, (laughs) real, real comfy. They always are. They always are. And so I'm in this minivan. It's like a Honda minivan. I've never driven it before. It has all of the like top safety things. So like somebody's next to you, there's like a light and a buzz and like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. doing all this stuff. It's like correcting me and like breaking if someone's yeah, breaking. Yeah, yeah. It was like a little bit annoying. Top notch. But it also, I think because they're kind of low and sleek, I looked down at one point and I was like, I'm going like 95. <laughs> I was going, and it didn't feel like it. Like wow. some cars you can feel uh-huh. when you're really going fast. Not in this thing. It was Not just like butter. And also it was like a weekday afternoon when we were going. Yeah. And so there was no traffic. We're just like flying. And so I had like said, oh, I need to... I need to pump the brakes. Like, I need to chill. I'm going really fast. And so I slow down, and then we're probably about halfway there. Like I said, it's about two hours away. So we're, like, probably about an hour in, and I notice a cop car behind me. And I was like, okay, I need to really pay attention. So I slow down. I go for several miles. Nothing happens. The cop eventually disappears, but I was like, okay, I just need to really be mindful of my speed. So... We're going. It's probably another 20 or 30 minutes at this point. And I see lights behind me. And I was like, oh, man. And I look down and I'm like going like 80, 
83 or 84, and I think it was a and 70. Like, oh, I was going to say, or a 65. Thankfully, it's, like, out there, so it is a 70, but I was like, I mean, that's still almost 15 over. He pulls me over, and I was like, I can't even say, like, I didn't know, yeah. you know. And um, he pulls me over, and he's like, he's pretty stern. He's like, do you realize how fast you were going? And I was like, I, I did. I-, I just saw. When I saw the lights, I looked down and saw how fast I was going. It was too fast. And he was like, yep. Okay, license and registration. And I was like, okay. So I give him my license, and then I'm like, Nate, this is your car, you know get your stuff and so then I'm like calling Matt because we got new insurance like sometime in the last year I don't even know but it's one of those new insurance companies and they don't send you a physical card it's just like on the app but I'm like I don't have oh, the app yeah I don't even know what our insurance company is called <laughs> so I call Matt and I was like I need our insurance card and he's like okay I'm in the middle of something I was like it's urgent I need it now so he's you know doing whatever and the cop is getting like impatient and he's like where's your insurance and and registration and I was like I'm so sorry you know this isn't my car this is my friend's car he was working I was driving I don't you know haven't driven it before and so he's getting like kind of impatient finally Nate finds the registration and he's like okay that's fine he's like I need the insurance and I was like I called my husband you know he's sending it to me and I called Matt again and I was like hey sorry like I need it now and he's like, I'm working on it. I was like, I'm really sorry, but this is like time sensitive. Like I need it right now. So he sends it to me and I give it to the cop on my phone. And he was like, this is for a Ford Escape. And I was like, oh yeah, that's my insurance. He's like, I need the insurance for this car. I was like, oh, okay. Nate, do you have your insurance? So he's like, you know, rifling yeah. through all the junk in the thing. He pulls out his card and the cop's like, this is expired. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse by the second. And I just look at the cop and I was like, I'm sorry that this is so unorganized. Thank you so much for your patience. I really do appreciate it. And um, Nate had to call his insurance agent because his wife was sick, so her phone's off. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Had to call gosh. his insurance agent, have the insur- sur- uh, insurance agent. He's, she's like, I'll email you a new card, blah, blah, blah. So she emails it. And as soon as we get off the phone with the insurance company and she says she's going to email it, the cop was like, now I'm going to let you go because I'm the sheriff and I'm not accustomed to writing tickets. Da, 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 da. I think basically once he knew we had all of our ducks in a row, ducks in a row papers he, I think unless there was something really, really serious to write the ticket for, he wasn't going to do it. But he said, I caught you going 15 over the speed limit twice. So he's like, I need you to slow down. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I will. And I was like, I'm going to have him teach me how to use the cruise control right now. <laughs> so he did, thankfully. And I somehow got out of that ticket. Um, I don't think I've ever really gotten out of tickets. That was my first I, actually, time. No, that's a lie. I've gotten pulled over lots of times. And I've gotten pulled over a lot of times, we'll just say. Only twice here. Okay. Both times they let me go. Okay, that's um, good. But while you were talking, I did just, a memory popped in my head of me driving home from college in Colorado, back mm-hmm. to North Dakota one year. And so that's like a solid 10-hour drive? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like an hour and a half from home. And this was during the time of portable DVD players. Mm-hmm. And I had propped up my portable DVD player on the dashboard <laughs> and was watching discs of friends. That sounds safe. I did that with my laptop 
on the passenger seat, <laughs> which it only made it the two hour drive from my college to my house because my yeah. laptop would die. And I, I'm sure I was going like 15 or seven, 18 miles an hour over. I don't know how long the officer was following me with the lights on. Oh, and watching you watch. I don't a know. DVD. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I like closed the DVD oh my player gosh. and threw it in the back seat. Oh my gosh. And he didn't say anything about it, but I ultimately went to court to try and fight it, which is just stupid because I was definitely speeding. But I remember going to court for that. Did you get out of it? I don't or think did they so. lessen it? I don't think Because so. sometimes it's like, if the officer doesn't show up, you still get out of it. Maybe I did. I'm sure it was like, I don't, maybe I didn't go to court. I feel like I did. Because I've gone to court twice to argue something. Once was in Baltimore to get out of a parking ticket. Okay. Uh, which I did get out of. And this one, I don't think I got out of. I don't remember my reason of speeding when I clearly was. But I totally forgot that I used to do that, watch discs, DVDs, Friends seasons while driving for 10 hours. So unsafe, but also prepared you for this exact moment. Exact moment. (laughs) I have been groomed for the last 20 years for this. (laughs) And here we are. So Rachel gets pulled over. So Rachel gets pulled over. By Officer Hanson. (laughs) And she's I've never flirted. I've never Neither even attempted I. to flirt. Well, and that was basically the, yeah. I just cry. They that come the, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was the funny thing about this up. last one that I got out of because I was like, I was doing the wrong thing. Like I, I, don't I have accepted this. I've accepted this, and I really don't have anything to say to myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I honestly think it was when I said to him, like, thank you so much for your patience. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I've accepted that I've done this wrong. I know that you're waiting on me. I feel like I'm wasting your time, and I'm sorry about that. I think that's what turned the corner. I, I'm serious because he looked. I in I've had kindness. I have had the nicest police officers write me tickets, and this guy was like, he meant business. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Rachel gets pulled over by Officer Handsome, and she is laying it on so incredibly thick. Uh huh. I actually don't think flirting would get me out of it either. Like, I'm no. not that smooth. Um, Absolutely not. And also, I get too, like, panicky, you know? One time, this was, like, one of my last visits home. I got pulled over. Shocker. Oh, my gosh. And then Just become I, friends with the police. Oh, well, I mean, that's basically what I did. <laughs> but I hand him my license, and he's like, oh, Nashville. I've, I've always been wanting to go to Nashville. Oh, funny. Um, and so we, like, had this whole Nashville talk, and I assumed he was going to come back and be like, I didn't give you a ticket. And, like, he's and like, of course, he was like, here's your $10 ticket. And I wanted to be like, dude, just take my $10 bill then. Fine. Like, seriously. I was so nice to you. I talked all about Nashville. I gave you recommendations, sir. A $10 ticket just doesn't <laughs> even seem worth the paperwork they have I to do. Know. I'm, I know. I had no idea the tickets were so ridiculous there. So cheap. <laughs> North Dakota, man. Again, Come on. No negative repercussions. No negative repercussions. Why wouldn't you keep Why speeding? Why wouldn't you keep speeding? Um, but yeah, Rachel's like laying it on so thick. She's like, Officer Handsome, ooh, I drew a police officer, blah, 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 blah. Like, she is just going to town. And he doesn't seem like he's buying it at first. And then he's like, that's a great picture. Oh, I noticed you're a Virgo or whatever. Like, her <laughs> oh my sign. gosh. 
I loved listening to how many guesses she took. So many. And I loved that they, like, made her yes, keep going. Yes. And then it's I so knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But he's eating it. He is, like, eating out he's of the like, bottom yeah, of the hand. He's like, yeah, you did. He's like, she's like, I'm going to slow down. And he's like, is your friend going to judge? She's like, he will. And, like, she just coasts right out of that. Yeah. Rachel Karen Green. Classic. Rachel Karen Green. And so then... Ross takes over and he is like, of course, all high and mighty as Ross mm-hmm. is. And he's like, this is why, da 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 da, I'm safe, blah 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 blah. And then suddenly he gets pulled over and he's like, I wasn't speeding. There's no way I was going more than 60 miles an hour. You're right. It was 37. 37. <laughs> Which 37 miles on the interstate is a hazard. Such a hazard. It's actually like more of a hazard than 90, I think. Yes. Um, coming up on somebody who's going 37 miles an hour on the freaking interstate is, I, I can't be, even. I would be so angry with You him. better be like breaking down or pulling sure. over on the side of the road. Yeah. Like you cannot be driving normally. Mm-hmm. So the cop pulls him over and he's like, you can give me a ticket for going too slow. And the cop's like, oh yes, I can. Oh yeah, I will. And then Ross, in typical Ross form, is like, you know. I had a dream about a police officer last night. Officer Pretty. It's Petty. (laughs) My mistake. (laughs) And he is just like embarrassing himself. I love when Rachel was like, you have a child. You have a son. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. It's so, (laughs) it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so good. So Ross doesn't get out of his ticket somehow. I love There's like. Oh, you're a Ross head? I love him. You and Ashley do love I love him in this scene. I think it's really funny. But he is very much the king of uh, the rules don't apply to me. Mm. They apply to everybody else. They don't Mm -hmm. apply to him, which that annoys me. But in here, I think it's funny. Um, But yeah, so ultimately he gets his ticket. And it's the last time we see them drive the Porsche. (laughs) Is that the last time the Porsche is in this? I think so. I can't think of any other time. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I'm sure Monica would have want to raise hell if she knew Rachel was driving without a license. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny that they like never circle back on that at yeah. all. Only 22 minutes. Yeah, there's only so much that can happen. Only so much time. I mean, we've been talking for how long now, and we haven't gotten to the main. We haven't gotten point to the main thing. This yeah, which is episode Chandler's, Chandler's dad. dad. So as we know, the wedding is upon us. Coming up two weeks. Two weeks. And it's about to be here. And we've already talked about the red pins and the blue pins and who's coming for Chandler and who's coming for Monica. And so Monica follows up and says, I haven't, we haven't heard back from your dad on the invites. And Chandler says, well, that's because I didn't invite him. So first of all, I'm a little shocked that Monica wouldn't have known. Because I have a hard time believing like Chandler and addressed the yeah. envelopes and but Chandler still. was responsible for putting them in the right in right. the mailbox but we do know later that Monica and or, uh, Ross and Rachel we find this out later that Monica or, mm. oh Ross and Rachel do help we're in charge of addressing address. yes so it's very possible that Chandler was in charge of addressing some hmm. um or said don't invite my father yeah yeah so, or maybe he, like, pulled it out of the pile and threw it out. Like, there's a lot of things that could have happened here. Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay, so he's, like, 
kind of going on and on. He's like, my dad would embarrass us. Nobody's going to be looking at the bride when the father of the groom is wearing a backless dress. So, Which is a pretty shocking. It Yes. It is a pretty shocking thought. But what do you think? Do you, off the bat, like, kind of gut instinct. It's your dad. Uh-huh. Do you invite him to your wedding? Strained relationship or not? I don't know. That's such a tough call. I mean, I've had friends who over the years have now become pretty far removed from family. Yeah. And especially like in your 30s at this point, you know, if you haven't really talked to your parents since you were 18 and now it's, you know, you're getting married at 35 or something. Yeah. I can see friends not doing it. I can't imagine me not doing it. Right. Right. Um, but I have a great relationship with my parents. Right. My dad the other day just called me his bestie, which was so cute. That is so I know, cute. I almost cried. Guys, Anya's dad, um, she complimented a bear rug that he had. And so he went and shot a bear and had it taxidermied. So she, too, could have a bear rug. And now I own a bear rug, you And guys. she doesn't know what to do with it. I don't necessarily want it. <laughs> but it's really sweet it's that he did it. It's now sentimental. I have a black bear rug. You guys, and don't, don't judge me if you're... If, <laughs> I mean, I love animals, you guys. Um, but now I own a bear rug. So here we are. It's but, just in, like, the coat closet by her front door. Uh-huh. Brian, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Brian is Anya's dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he called me his bestie, which was that's very really cute. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see either way, but I would hope that everyone would want their parents at their wedding. Yeah, it makes me sad to think that you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But, I under, but I'm also, like, so there's, you know, some people say, like, family over everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't honestly think that. Mm-mm. I think like, you know, because people are like, "Oh, we're blood, we're stuck with it." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think your family probably you didn't choose it. You didn't, but I think your family maybe get a few more chances than just like some random person you yeah. just met. Like some random person just screws you over. I think it's pretty safe. You can write them off. If something goes wrong with your family, like I think it's worth attempting to yeah. repair and like giving second chances, maybe third and fourth chances. Absolutely. But there also have to be, like, healthy boundaries and lines and communication and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just don't think you have to blindly say, well, we're related, so I don't get a say in this. And I don't get to have, like, health in my relationships because you can't be a healthy person, you know. I think there are plenty of people who could easily cut their family out. Mm-hmm. Um, or should, I, I guess, should feel empowered to if they need to if it's like healthy boundaries yeah it's all about healthy boundaries so like I don't blindly just say like well it's your dad you have to invite him but it does Mm -hmm. make me sad to Mm -hmm. think like you don't want to you know that's a bummer yeah um I think that's like something to mourn and Mm -hmm. yeah so is this the first time we meet Chandler's dad yeah it must be right it is yeah um so you know he's like well it's hard for him to RSVP when he hasn't been invited um but then the next thing we know, Monica's like, here's your bag. Here's your ticket. We're going to We're Vegas. Going to Vegas. So what do you think about this? Like, I think, well, you say what you think first. I think it would be frustrating if I was in Chandler's shoes to have that, like, forced upon me. Yeah. And feel like 
I have to do this to make my partner feel, I don't know, like, to love me or, you know, like, that's what they want and I want Mm, them to love me, I want to love them, and if this is what, like, makes them happy, then I'll do it out of, like, this obligation, this, like, sticky obligation. Yeah. But I don't know. I I think... um, your wedding is yours. Yeah. And if you don't want someone there, then that's your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about the outcome of this, yeah. but I, I think that's hard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel similarly. I think Monica's intentions are really good. Mm-hmm. Like, her heart really is in the right place. Yeah. She thinks that Chandler just feels... I don't know. I don't like. He can't so, express his yeah, feelings and yeah. emotions, and, and so she's and trying to help him tap into that. Yeah, probably. and sometimes I think like she's really pushy and she just wants what she wants. But I do think ultimately her intentions are good, mm-hmm. and she does have his best interests. Like I think she yeah. says something to the effect like, "You only have one wedding, and you you'll know be, you only have one dad." Yeah. You know, you'll which I think regret is true. It if. And he might. You might regret it if he doesn't come. Yeah. And so I think that that's hard, but it also is, it's one of those things like, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. Like, you might regret it, but you also might regret it if you invite them. Mm -hmm. And so, unfortunately, the only way to know is to find out. Yeah. And I think in this moment, Chandler feels like he would rather regret his dad not being there Mm -hmm. than regret bringing him and feeling like, I knew I would, this was yeah. going to happen. I shouldn't have invited him. Like, I should have trusted my instincts. And I, I think that's what he's probably fighting is, like, my whole life I've told myself, like, distance yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need him, whatever. And um, she, he kind of tries to talk her out of it. He's like, my dad was at all my swim meets dressed as, like, Hollywood starlets and da-da-da. He had sex with Mr. Garibaldi. And she's like, who's that? And he's like, does it matter? Mr. Garibaldi. And she brings up the point, like, he was at all of your stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that, most people would kill for that. And yeah. that's actually really true. Like, having a loving parent that you maybe can't, like, get on board with their life is really different than, like, an absentee parent. Mm-hmm. But I also understand if your parent is, like, wild. Like, you know, you hear these stories of, like, girls whose moms, like, flirt with boys their age or, like, competitive, you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely had a friend whose mom was like that. And you could oh. see it. And I can't imagine feeling like you had to compete with your with mom. With your mom for boys your age. It's so attention. awkward. Yeah. Like, that is so awkward. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really do empathize. Like, there's kind of... It's kind of Nora. She's yeah. not in this, but... Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can understand Chandler's, like, hesitation. But he invites his mom, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, just obviously he doesn't have a connection with his dad and all this kind of stuff. Um, but... He gives in and he decides to go. They go to the drag show. They go to the drag show. But I do love there's this part where he's like, wait, we're going to Vegas? Are we eloping? Are we no eloping? more flowers. We don't have to talk about this and that and this and that. And he was like, mm-hmm. we're not eloping. Can our wedding be bigger, please? <laughs> <laughs> do you know I wanted to elope and Matt wanted the wedding? Really? Oh, yeah. I was like, let's go to Greece, baby. Let's get this done. And he was like, oh, I really want the wedding. And the moment where like everybody sees that you become my wife. And I was like... It's very Fine. sweet and hard to argue with. <laughs> it's very adorable that you want that. Then a week before, he's like, we should have eloped. And I was like, just let this serve as a lesson. Uh-huh. 
I'm usually Listen right about me. things. Listen uh-huh. to your wife. Like Monica, smart. you will never win. You will You're never marrying win. me. You don't get to your win anymore. Your days winning are over. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Did you ever really win before? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um, so yeah, they go to the drag show and uh, Chandler's making a big deal about being straight. Uh-huh. He orders a beer. We beer. get it, dude. We're sh- you're straight. Yeah, you're straight. Um, but uh, I thought that was really funny. It was funny. And then the show starts, and Kathleen Turner, aka Helena, Helena Handbasket, Handbasket, which was one of our trivia questions at a friend's trivia, I think, one night. Oh yeah, I can't remember if I told you guys that I won friends trivia with Anya once. Mm-hmm. We won, but Renee really cared. No, we us. won. Yeah, we we won. did. Uh, we did a great job. Yeah. I think I still have that gift card. I was going to say, did you ever use it? I don't think I did. It was to a brewery, and, and Anya like doesn't, beer. yeah, she doesn't like so, beer or any carbonation. She doesn't do sparkling really water. It's sad. She doesn't do like White Claw, truly. She doesn't do beer, nothing. We went out on the boat the other day, and we were like, look at all these carbonated beverages. And she's like, I don't uh, like any of them. I'm just going to stick to white wine. <laughs> just drinking white wine. Um,. Yeah, that was a trivia question. Oh, Helena Handbasket was? Helena Handbasket. Oh, I'm glad mm-hmm. you remembered. Mm-hmm. You remember that. But I couldn't remember that when it oh, came to when it came trivia. Up. Yep, so Helena Handbasket, and she uh, starts doing I Will Survive, right? Mm. First time I was afraid. No. What does she start with? I don't remember. I know what she ends with. It ends with It's Raining Men, but now I can't remember what she starts with. But anyway, Chandler's like, and there's Daddy. And there's Daddy. And Monica, like, can't believe it. She's like, that's not your dad. Mm-hmm. And so does the whole first number. In Daddy's defense, in Helena's defense, she looks great. And she's also actually a woman <laughs> in real life. Huh. That's Kathleen Turner. Who is that? She was in Body Heat. That's all I know. Uh, I mean, you never said seen. that, and I just went with it. I didn't really know what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's all I know. Interesting. Okay. Is her voice that deep? I think so. Huh. I also think or it takes a she very like, confident woman to pretend to play a man, woman pretending a, to be a, a yeah. man pretending to be a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so she kind of, you know, is doing her spiel. Can you imagine being an actress and someone coming to you and being like, "Excuse me, would you please be on this sitcom uh, dressed as a female?" Playing a man. Is it actually a, a female? Man. man, that's. I don't know. That would be a little confusing. I'd be it like, would be. so what? Do I, do I look like a man right. to you? Well, maybe she auditioned. Maybe she did. Maybe, maybe she, she did. did. Maybe she You're did. Right. Um, so, because we've heard about Chandler's dad for years. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually like a very iconic reveal. Yeah. That's um, fair. Mm-hmm. And so. Because we've previously met Nora at this point. We've surely. met Nora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's season one when she kisses Ross, I think. Or season, season two. One, one or two. Yeah, early? it's pretty early. Oh. Um, so we see Hell in a Handbasket, and Chandler just starts to kind of flip. Mm-hmm. And he gets up to leave, and she doesn't realize it's him. She just thinks it's an audience member not audience happy member. with her performance. Mm-hmm. And she calls it out, which I actually think I love how she flips the script on this. And she's like, oh, a standing ovation already. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's actually really good. You spin it to positive. And she's like, what's your name? Turn around so I can see your pretty face. And she turns, he turns around and it's clear she knows it's her mm-hmm. son. Well, right before this, right before he stands up to leave, Chandler discloses to Monica, actually, my dad's tried to get in touch 
several yeah. times and written letters and made calls and tried to come to New York and I always said I was too busy and so um once again like like I said it's not family over everything but it's clear that Chandler's dad is making to a make serious and, yeah make yeah. a serious effort to like be there for his son and so you have to like applaud that in some way it doesn't you know Chandler's free to do whatever he wants mm-hmm. but it, it shows it's not just like this abandonment thing or someone who just like didn't care anything about mm-hmm. you clearly, clearly cares. cares because you know Chandler's dad could be off scot-free just doing whatever he wants and yep. you know um but he's made efforts and attempts and, and his keeps getting turned down but keeps making attempts anyway and so he kind of turns around sees that it's his son which has to be like very overwhelming mm-hmm. and in the middle of a performance middle of, of a performance yeah and so you have to kind of keep cool and so he asks some questions and meets monica yeah and, meets monica yeah and then his fiance reveal we're engaged and we're getting married in two weeks and it's so sad to like it's so sad like keeps it together but uh-huh. very clearly like affected and it would be really hard to find out something like that especially so close to the day mm-hmm. knowing that you, you weren't, weren't invited, invited. Mm-hmm. but it would be i would be so confused why they were there yeah you know like totally. it, it can't be a coincidence and anyway um so they kind of reveal all that and Chandler's dad is kind of like, well, I wish you well, every bit of happiness, and kind of moves on. And Chandler realizes, we'd love for you to be there. It'd be really and, great if you could be oh, there. It's really sweet. I actually, so, like, almost teared up watching too. it. Yeah. Because I just love a good reconciliation I do, too. Story. And I understand why it's really hard. Like, mm-hmm. his childhood was not ideal. There was a lot of, like, tumultuous situations. Yeah, and a lot of trauma. Parents who, like, clearly just, like, were interested in their own... Not that they didn't love him, but they were clearly, like, focused on their own wants and needs mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so I understand why he's hurt, but it is really good that... I don't know. I think it's good. And so many storylines, like, branch off of it. Well, I shouldn't say so many, but, like, you know, the Thanksgiving one mm-hmm. is... All across the season. More turkey, Mr. Chandler. <laughs> Mr. Chandler. <laughs> yeah. So he definitely, like, it's nice that it's they have... It's a huge storyline for Chandler. His yes. parents and the trauma of his childhood. Yeah. So I'm glad that he invites his dad and he says he'd love to be there. And we know that he is there mm-hmm. later. A little spoiler alert, but you guys already know. Spoiler. Spoiler. Um, I mean... Helena says, I wouldn't miss it for the world. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Um, but you're just like, yay. I know. It's really nice. It's She's good. coming. Yeah. And it's like good to see people. I think there is something about like out of sight, out of mind. So for Chandler, I think it's been, his dad's been out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he hasn't had to deal with it. He doesn't want to. And so he's like, that's just, this is over here. I put it in a box. I don't have to like. It's just not a part of my life. Yeah. And so I do think it's good that they went. Seems like it was anyway. Because he didn't yeah. have to invite, you know. He could have mm-hmm. just kind of been done. But anyway. Yeah, they didn't have to reveal that they were getting married or anything like that. No, no, not at all. I mean, even though uh, 
Helena realizes the sparkly. She like calls oh, out. Oh, that's what the, it is. The yeah. giant rock. You're right. Um, but yeah. So in two weeks, we got ourselves a wedding. Two weeks. Kind of crazy. So exciting. It's been building to this time for a long time. Um, I mean, for two and a half seasons now. Yeah. I mean, when they first get together. Yeah, since London. Five. It's season end five. of season four. End of season four. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All of five, all of six, all of seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Long time. It's a long time coming. Um, anything you want to leave us with before oh my gosh. we wrap things up? For your first time being on the oh. podcast, I'll just say that. Well, first, hopefully not last. That's right. Um, I mean, this was so much fun. I love talking friends. I love friends trivia. So I loved watching it with like... The intent of really focusing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I just loved it. I'm so glad. I don't know. I don't really have any, I don't have any, like, words of wisdom or, like, (laughs) you know, friends' wisdom at all to give or anything like that, but this was fun. It was fun. I'm so glad you were here. Um, Anytime. Well, yeah, we can't wait to have you back. Hopefully next time with both of us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um... Anya and Ashley have never met, but hopefully they'll meet this year. We're going to meet this year. That's the plan. 2020 yeah. into 2023. That's right. Hopefully I'm sorry, we're all I said, re- Did I say 2020? I meant 2022. You know what's really funny? Into is 2023. You did say 2020 into uh-huh. 23, and I heard... 2022? Yeah. Yeah. I heard the right thing. Yeah. So whatever. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's yep. fine. Yeah. Because but, but 21 is... and 22 were kind of robbed from us. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, is, 20 and again, 21, What I is guess. time? What is time? What I have is no time? Idea. What is time travel these days? I don't really know. Yeah. But yeah. Well, um, the plan is to meet this year. That's right. That's mm-hmm. the plan. Um, well, thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Thanks really for having me. really appreciate you. Yeah. This is so fun. Yeah. And we'll do it again sometime. Um, this has I hope been... you guys enjoyed me as a co-host. Yes. And, um... Anya instead of Ashley, which at least they both start with A's. I don't mm. know. It's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been great. Thanks for being here. Appreciate You're you. So Love welcome. you. Love you. Um, this has been episode 22, season, season seven, seven. The one with Chandler's dad. And come back next week because it is wedding time, people. We've got a two-parter. We've got, we're going to start with season seven, episode 23, which is the one with Chandler and Monica's wedding, part one. Don't miss it. Don't be late. I mean, if you are late or you miss it, it's a podcast. So you catch up when you, you get catch here. Up anytime. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Um, but we're gonna be there, wet, wearing our best wedding guest clothing, and we will see you guys then. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. <laughs>